Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I give a rat's ass about Twitter. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Wednesday, hump day edition of the show. What is this, like a week before Christmas? We got like less than a week before Christmas. Uh, And Kyle, are you ready? You ready for the holiday or your last minute minute in it? Uh, I did one two-hour shopping spree on Amazon. Yep. This was over the weekend and paid for two-day shipping, and everything showed up at my house by Tuesday. Congratulations. So I'm, I'm, I'm all set. I did something this year, and I maybe this is going to be a mistake revealing this on the podcast. You don't even know this. I guarantee um, you this is going to be a mistake, but let's let's go. Let's do let's, this. Let's let me do it. Let's let me let me suffer. Um. I have for years wanted more than anything to not participate in the ritual of exchanging gifts on Christmas. And I did it this year. I released a statement to my family. I released a statement to my fiance's family that said that we are looking forward to celebrating the the Christmas holiday with everyone, but we will not accept any gifts. We will not give any gifts. And if you are that set on giving me a gift, it would be my greatest joy to for you to make a donation to, and I gave them two charities. I really did it. And I didn't buy, I'm not buying anything and I'm not getting anything. Now I'm going to be a big wet blanket here, but I already knew this. Did I tell you this? You shared with me the statement that oh, you shared with your family. Really? For I don't my input that. on, on how the tone of that statement was going to come across. I literally, I rem- I don't have a bad memory, but I don't remember this at all. Well, the, um, the wind has officially been taken out of my sails. Let's go ahead and just wrap up the show now. This is, <laughs> did you agree with it? What did you say? I, I was getting, I'm sitting here getting all excited. Like, yes, like some oh. juicy nuggets on Joe's personal life. And yeah. it's something I already knew. Well, it's great. It's great. Fiance and I, we, we talked about it last week. We're like, hey, how awesome is this? We're not thinking about stressing out about getting who to get what. Just, we're just going to enjoy the holiday. And uh, the gift giving. Good for I, you. I have, I have what I need. The people that I, you know, my family, they have what we need. Let's just have a good time and keep your money. Um, wow. Mate, that's going to give me some heat, I'm sure. Um, there's Rural always a lot of. Joe Marino is yeah. a massive Grinch. Yep. Headline tomorrow. (laughs) 
Yep. Yeah. So you took some some heat for your Halloween antics, antics about. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess this is my turn. But I didn't say I didn't like Christmas or I wasn't celebrating. I just didn't want to participate in the exchanging of gifts. Uh, but if you want to give us a gift, Kyle, there is something we're asking for this year. Please. Tell the people what we want. What we want is Joe and I want you to leave us a five-star review of the podcast on iTunes. Why? Why does that matter to us at all? Well, we certainly love getting all of the positive feedback from you guys, but we're on a quest. We're on a vision quest right now. Joe, do you know what a vision quest is? I don't, but I'm anxious to learn right now. Okay. It's like you have this kind of vision in your head, right? And then you become obsessed with fulfilling that vision and you go out and go on a quest. Or This sounds like your uh, life. Your life's been a vision quest. Kind of. But okay. uh, if you've ever seen Blue Mountain State, which you, I guarantee you, you haven't uh, seen one also second. Also never of, heard of it. Yeah, I've never heard of that. So. Uh, Thad Castle, who's my spirit animal, took some never bad drugs. He's, you'd think he's me. Uh, took some bad drugs on the show and had a vision quest uh, on the show. It's about a imaginary college football program. And he's like the best player on the team, but like he's – total airhead and he's a linebacker so it kind of works and he had a vision quest and our vision quest is we want to get into the itunes top 200 sports podcasts with consistency joe we made one day appearance in the itunes top 200 sports ca- uh, podcast i believe it was two weeks ago yes yeah right before we did the mock draft series and we said no problem Mock draft on the pod over three days. Sign us up. We'll be right back in. We haven't been back since. Yeah. And we've been setting records with our listens too. Don't understand. So it's just it. kind of broken our hearts here. And our next thought process is well, we we need to get more five star reviews of the pod to drive us up the rankings. And that that yeah. is why we are asking you for Christmas to leave us a five star review of draft dudes. And we plan on delivering you a podcast five days a week uh, forever. So Hell yeah. Yeah. It would be awesome if you did that. You know what triggers people, Kyle? The Pro Bowl what? and snubs and people who got in and didn't get in. But this I can't is believe a, I didn't get in. Pers- yes, uh, for sure, right? What What would your position be, actually? Um, holder. Now the long Place snapper holder. selected by the coach. I don't. I, I guess you just toss the punter in there to be the holder. Yeah, he's um, got to hold it. Would you Would you do well with that? Like I don't know. I'd be worried that my finger would get kicked. I'd be a bad holder. Uh, but well, we you, heard, you've got more collateral at hand because you got small hands. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't be so a great your choice palms to closer to the ball. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true, and you wouldn't want me catching it because we all know I have. Eight and a quarter inch hands. That's not ideal for that. <laughs> I can see uh, that thing rolling around back there already. Yeah, wouldn't be good. We, we'd be pr- fire. We'd be. I'd be. I'd be having a throw. <laughs> You'd be rolling out trying to throw it. I'll see what the throw looks like with the NFL size oh, ball too. Jeez, man. Uh, people are gonna think I'm just a klutz, man. I can throw a football. No, you can throw it, but the, the, when the ball at the Senior Bowl right. came up, they kicked it up into the stands, and you had to throw it back. I saw you. You fought that ball in your hand. Yeah, because you're looking to do it quick, right? So there's not a lot of time to get your bearings together. You want to pick that ball up and get it back out there. Right. And you don't have time to think about anything. And I picked it up, and I, I realized that I was I was up against it a little, all right? It got over the fence. It got to the guy. 
Uh, just, you know, look, it, was, it wasn't a beautiful display of mechanics. Uh, but in normal situations, I'm okay. All right, so I've been doing, <laughs> we get to the show here. We want to talk about the Pro Bowl rookies, uh, the five that made it, and maybe some some guys that had a case, right? A case to be in there as a rookie. Um, so, shall we? What uh, what do you want to get into here first? Uh, I mean, let's just go top to bottom position wise. Okay, All right. start with quarterbacks and work our way through any of the guys that. Uh, we were surprised he get left off the list. All right. So quarterbacks. So, there's yeah. none. There's no Pro Bowl quarterbacks. Five first-rounders, Kyle. None of them made a Pro Bowl in their first year. But you know who did? Dak Prescott in 2017. Are you trying to trigger me right now? Yes. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and it's only fitting that this important interruption is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Have you thought about what you're getting your loved one this year? Or maybe you want to give the gift of sweet-smelling Grundle Bliss to your partner. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Whether you're the only one who gets to see what's going on down there or you're one of many, do you, your partner, and everyone else a favor and introduce yourself to this revolutionary company. Manscaped just launched their brand new Perfect Package. Inside the Manscaped Perfect Package, you'll find their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which features skin-safe technology and will prevent you or your man from cutting his nuts. Speaking of smelling nice, let's be real. No one wants to carry around that locker room smell with them. That's why I am thankful for the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. These products keep your crotchal region from sweating, smelling, and sticking. The Perfect Package will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxer briefs that'll keep that junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to this new new. Give the gift that will make your Valentine's Day spicy. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code locked on to get 20% off and free shipping. Ladies, this is the perfect gift for you and your man and men. Your partner will thank you. Trust me, he will thank you. And guess who else will thank you? Your balls will thank you. 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code locked on at manscaped.com. I will say this. It is an unenviable year to be an AFC quarterback. Right. Because the guys that made it, the guys that didn't make it, and then you got Baker Mayfield as the fourth alternative as the best performing rookie quarterback of the class, who, by the way, might set the rookie passing touchdown record. I think he needs six. Oh, that's a lot in two games. That's not a little. Yeah. Right. But he's got an outside shot at breaking or tying the rookie passing QB record. So Baker, if there's a rookie quarterback that has a case to be a Pro Bowler, right? It's 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 Baker Mayfield. With that said, he, I mean, he had some he had some valleys right throughout his rookie season, which is expected. And I mean, I don't think you could sit here and say he's a snub or anything like that. But he is the rookie that I think had the best case, no doubt. And um, yeah, it's just a bad year to be in the AFC and and have good but not great stats because. Although Tom Brady doesn't really have like great stats this year, I was surprised he was thrown into the mix here. Oh, it's, he's going to win the fan vote, right? If you win the fan vote at your position, don't you get right. in there or something like that? Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure I'm wrong when I say that, but. I mean, Tom. Tom's like 14th in QB rating this year. And I know QB ratings only one measure, right? 20, yeah, but, 24 touchdowns, nine interceptions, 3,900 yards right now. Dude, nine interceptions is a shit year for Tom. 
Right. Can Here. we talk about that for a sec? Like, that's the most <laughs> interceptions Tom's thrown since 2014. Yeah, surprising, I guess. I mean, I'm... <sighs> God, I'm, so I'm going to be the last guy. I'm the last touchdowns in 169. Yeah, I'm going to be the last guy that 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 has criticism towards Brady. I just well, I I can't wait for like Patriots get knocked out second round, and then Tom has like some pretend thumb injury or something and doesn't play in the game anyway. When's the last Tom's time le- Tom legit played in the Pro Bowl? Oh, he's not playing in the Pro Bowl. No, yeah. that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not. He he made the Pro Bowl. He's not playing in the Pro Bowl for any. He's. He's been named to 13 Pro Bowls. Somebody please look up when the last time Tom actually played <laughs> in the Pro Bowl was. Yeah, probably been a minute. All right. So we're done with quarterbacks. Yep. Running backs. Saquon Barkley made it. Philip yep. Lindsay made it. That's great. Two All of you the needed top to five. do is be, be in the top five in NFL rushing uh, this season. Uh, Lindsay's, Lindsay's been within like 40 yards of 1,000 for like three weeks now. I just want the guy to get it. He'll get it. He's nine nine <laughs> yards away. He's got fifty. Yeah, he's last uh, weeks twelve and thirteen. He had one hundred and ten and one hundred fifty seven yards. Uh, weeks fourteen and fifteen against San Francisco and Cleveland. He's gotten thirty yards and twenty four yards. Oh man, regression. So we have two rookie Pro Bowlers, both right. in the top five of rushing, and. Is there anybody else that like like Sony Michelle would be the next guy if you had or Nick Chubb? Those two guys. Nick would Chubb, be the, I would pro, I would probably favor Nick over Sony, but both have had very good years this year. It's too bad Carryon Johnson uh, battled injuries yeah. throughout the year because I mean uh, his I mean, he only had 118 carries, but he averaged five oh you know five in a in five point four per carry, six touchdowns. His receiving production was really good. Uh, so if he would have been featured more consistently and then didn't get hurt. You know, I think he could have, you know, his production would have been really, really impressive. You know what? Rookie back has kind of quietly had like one of the best uh, rushing resumes this year. Go for it. I don't know who you're referring to. Josh Allen. You're a jackass. (laughs) 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 6.7 yards per carry, 506 yards and six touchdowns, man. Yeah, man. Missed four games. Didn't even start. I mean, wow. Yeah, I know. Be a thousand yards back next year. He's going to double up carry on Johnson and rushing touchdowns, and he'll probably finish here with more rushing yards than carry on Johnson. Yeah, man, it's going to a great running back. Um, okay, dude, right. get real quick. Lamar, I'm just looking at rushing totals, and I see fumbles here. Lamar and Josh Allen. Josh Allen has eight fumbles. Lamar has nine fumbles this year. Well, because they count the you know the sack fumbles and stuff with that. I know. And Josh that's has that's been a, a little that's a large a number. Words. He tries to do this like swim move with the ball sometimes with the one hand. Oh yeah, he palms the shit out of it. He's like yeah. trying to swim move guys over the top of their head with a ball in his hand. He's fun. He's fun, Kyle. Dak uh, Prescott, you, twelve. By the way, well, twelve look, they, this year. Josh and Lamar just hadn't played as many games as Dak. He might have twelve <laughs> too. So, uh, Josh Allen's fun. You know what else is fun, Kyle? DraftKings, and there are bragging rights and huge cash prizes up for grabs this weekend and all season long at DraftKings, the leader. And one week fantasy sports. How huge we're talking about over one and a half million dollars in total prizes. With one week fantasy at DraftKings, you choose when to play. Draft a new team every week with no season long commitment. At DraftKings, you are the GM. Just choose your players, stay under the salary cap, and see how your your team stacks up against the competition. 
No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. So if you've been thinking about trying one-week fantasy football, now is the time to play because nothing makes Football Sunday more exciting than when you have a DraftKings lineup on the line. And you can play for free with your first deposit to compete for your share of over $1.5 million in total prizes. You just have to go to DraftKings.com or download the app today. Use our promo code, which is locked on, to enter a contest for free this weekend with your first deposit and compete for your share of over $1.5 million in total prizes. That's code locked on only at DraftKings, the game inside the game. A $5 deposit is required. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Kyle, we'll be right back after this to dig into the rest of the Pro Bowl. This is NFL Under Review, local experts on the biggest NFL stories. The NFL Honors Award Show was last week and one surprise when it came to Defensive Player of the Year. This is Bear Motter with your Los Angeles Rams update from Lockdown Rams. Aaron Donald would have been the first player in NFL history to win the award three straight years in a row, but it wasn't the case that the NFL Honors that award this year went to Stephon Gilmore. And don't get me wrong, Stephon Gilmore had a great season. Six interceptions, 18 pass deflected, two touchdowns. He had 53 total tackles. Stephon Gilmore won the award with 21 votes. Chandler Jones came in second with 14. TJ Watt with 10. Although Donald says this doesn't bother him, I see him putting this chip on his shoulder, working even harder, and coming back stronger in 2020, which is a scary thing for the rest of the NFL. For more NFL news, subscribe to the Locked On NFL Podcast only on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Kyle, time for some wide receiver talk here. Uh, we don't have any rookie Pro Bowl wide receivers, which is pretty expected, right? These guys don't tend to come in and you know necessarily light things up right away. Um, but is there is there a guy, I mean, that really – I mean, deserve, I mean, DJ Moore might have been the best one, I'm guessing, this year. Yeah, uh, I, I actually thought DJ's stats were better than what they were because he's had a really yeah. good couple weeks, you know? His his peaks are really, really exciting. He's just not featured all the time. Yeah, DJ's got 49 catches for 688 yards this year and two touchdowns. You know, if he finishes over 800 yards, that's a that's a great rookie season for DJ oh, Moore. for sure. And he's got some uh, rushing stats, too, that are pretty impressive. Yeah. Calvin Ridley's got eight receiving touchdowns. Yeah, and he had him, like, all what in the first three games, it felt like. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And then Robert Foster, right? Yeah, he's Robert coming. Foster ruined that bet, man. <laughs> If if so, Robert Foster. He, I mean, he's played five games. He's got like four hundred ninety yards and how many touchdowns? Three or four touchdowns in like five games. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a shame that he wasn't. Uh, you know, look, I mean, that's part of the process, right? Is his him growing and him getting to the point where he can produce? But his last five games have been ridiculous. So, Calvin's um, uh, actually very quietly had a very large regression. In the first yeah. four weeks of the season, he had six touchdowns including a goose egg against the Eagles. Uh, the last three weeks, he's had three catches for 22, one catch for 10, and five catches for 42. And then he had an eight for 93 against New Orleans. And then the first game against New Orleans, he had seven for 146 and three touchdowns. So <laughs> next year, just a memo, play Calvin Ridley against the Saints because he puts up big numbers. But everybody else, you kind of look at his year and, it's been up or down, which you would expect. More well, so, you just don't expect those explosions. 
Cortland Sutton, I think, is worth mentioning. Uh, he's averaging yeah, he's seventeen and a half. Year. Yeah, seventeen and a half yards uh, per reception on thirty-five receptions, three touchdowns. Um, made a lot of big plays and come tonight. on strong. Yeah, come on strong. Yes, second yes. half of the year. And a lot of people thought it would take some time for him to produce, and he's shown some really nice flashes here as a rookie. Any tight ends at all? Who's been the best one? Andrews, right? Probably. Goder, Goder. Chris Herndon's been good. I mean, not Pro Bowl yeah. level, but um, just for this conversation, you know, who's been good? You know who's not been good? Mike Gusecki. Dude's falling over his own feet. I don't understand it. <laughs> Sorry. One of the best combines in NFL history, and you can't even run a freaking route. We knew it blows was funny. my mind. We knew something was wrong with that, right? I mean, historically yeah. great combine, and yeah. we're like, ah, you know, like it was you weird. Watch the film, and you're like, where's that guy at? <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't didn't make sense, uh, and here we are. So, well, Joe, real quick, while we are looking at the receiving numbers i did want to give you an update sammy watkins has 40 catches for 519 yards and three touchdowns oh this year. thank you thank you just wanted to update Don't, you not sure why that's relevant but thank you. <laughs> all right so we're moving on yeah. offensive lineman yes we got a pro bowler we had some we had we had, I was gonna say we had a pro bowler we do mr quentin, quentin nelson, nelson. Who, that yeah. that colt's offensive line has just i, I mean from a, a clear weakness right going into the season has really been one of the better units in the league, like kind of unexpectedly. So I think a lot of yeah. that is because of Quentin Nelson. Obviously, Ryan Kelly being right at center helps. Uh, but, you know, those two guys on the interior, man, has really transformed this uh, this offense. Um, snubs. I know Mike McGlinchey's had a yeah. nice year. Uh, I think McGlinchey got dogged a little bit against Denver, didn't he? I know, I know Vaughn got him at least once. Um, <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't surprise me at all. But at the same time, I know the PFF metrics, depending on how much weight you put into them, I know the PFF metrics have really liked McGlinchey this year. Yeah, he's and they, they've uh, scored really well. favored for him. Yeah, Frank Ragno um, and Will Hernandez both have been really solid as rookies, not Pro Bowl level, but you know, like oh right. yeah, you you look at those guys and say they're going to be long term starters. Colton Miller has sucked, by the way. I know that's not a surprise fourteen anyone. sacks, fourteen. Yeah, thirty eight hurries. How do you give up fourteen sacks? nothing for he's given up he's given on 59 he's pass blocked this is crazy 564 pass blocking reps and on 59 of those he gave up a hit a hurry or a sack wait say that one more time for me a little slower all right he is passed block on 564 snaps this season okay 59 of them so that's more than 10 percent he gave up either a sack a hit or a hurry it's not great no it's not how you draw it up. Nope, nope. Braden Smith's been pretty good for the Colts, too. That's unexpected. Yeah. I thought he was a guard. He's playing right tackle from them, and he's playing well. And playing well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Connor Football's Williams is starting, game, but he's man. been hurt. Yeah, it is. No, you're right. So um, not a lot of guys that are – I mean, the, I, we pretty much just talked – I mean, Mason Cole starting, but he's been bad. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, those are getting the guys that have started, but the best have been clearly the two Notre Dame guys, Nelson McGlinchey, and then Ragnow and Hernandez have been pretty good as well. And, and uh, 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 Braden Smith. A lot so. of hits early in this year's class. Yep, yep. A lot I of agree. hits. Look, looking like there's going to be a lot of success there, yep. All right, so we're talking uh, defensive line now. You just want to call it defensive line, wrap pass rushers and, and interior guys in together here? Uh, yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, so we've got uh, – Nobody. 
No, there's nobody there's no, made the no no defensive lineman made the Pro Bowl as rookies no, this year. Nope. But if there was Which, one, I mean, Bradley Chubb has twelve sacks, dude. Right. Like, that's a, that's very impressive. Right. Bradley uh, Chubb also has twenty QB hits. Which ranks uh, tied for thirteenth in the NFL. That is very outstanding. And if you looked at just the AFC guys that are ahead of him, you have Garrett, Ngakwe, Chris Jones, Von Miller, okay, uh, JJ Watt, and Zadarius Smith, which is a weird one. <laughs> but those are the guys that have more QB hits and. Of the guys in front of him that had more QB hits, only Watt, Vaughn, Chris Jones, and Miles Garrett have more sacks than he does. So I think there's a pretty strong, from a pass rush productivity standpoint, there's a pretty strong resume there for Bradley Chubb. But Both he didn't make it, so... The couple of Alabama players, uh, Deshaun Hand and Deron Payne, have been very solid players. Uh, they just put Hand on IR. Yeah, it sucks. Which is a buzzkill. Because he's playing really, really well. Um, yeah. I've, I've been glad to see Payne play as well as he has. Yes. This year. Um, he's, he's looked very good. Rushing the passer very well, too. Um, so that's good to see. Jannard Avery's made some splash plays, but his consistency sucks. Yeah. Uh, Maurice Hurst. Really surprised. He's good, right? Uh, he's been a good Weird. player. Weird. Uh, that, that heart. I don't know how that heart thing, right? It's it's, it's funky, man. Yeah. Got, I don't know how you could be comfortable with that or not, but he's he's played and he's been very good. Um, but I don't think there's oh, – by and large, I don't know that we look at this defensive end, defensive tackle situation as far as rookies and say, wow, this is they, these guys have been awesome. I think there's some guys that have been good. Chubb's been great. But by and large, it's been – Nothing overly standout-ish, if that makes sense. No, there's there's nobody screaming. You know, Bradley Chubb, I think, has a very, very strong right. case to be made. But outside of that, I don't think there's anybody that should be upset that they didn't get recognition no. here. No, right, right, for sure, for sure. Linebackers. Yeah. Joe, go ahead. Because uh, well, if I do it, I'm going to start yelling. Well, we don't have any linebackers that made the Pro Bowl, but maybe there's one that should have. Uh, first name Darius, last name Leonard, who has been terrific. His production's there. He's good in all facets, run, coverage. He's got sacks. I mean, he's been instinctive. He's really transformed this Colts defense. And, uh, yeah, I think not only is he a rookie that, that deserves to be in the conversation, I think he should be in the game. So, um, and I know it's one of your guys, man. You had a top you used top 50 on your board. So that was a hat tip to you there. Thanks. Uh, I want to read through Darius Leonard's numbers <laughs> this year. Oh, I thought you were going to read a scouting report. No, uh, I could. <laughs> I thought I crossed my All mind. All right, Kyle was ready for this part of the show. I know. <laughs> my time to shine, baby. Well, Let's go. Now that you're no, done, no, no, Joe. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for warming him up for me, Joe. Um, first of all, Darius missed a game this year. He's only played 13 games this year. Okay. Keep that in mind. 146 combined tackles, which is 22 more than the second place in the entire NFL, which is Luke Keekley. Uh, one interception, six passes defensed, four forced fumbles, seven sacks, 12 tackles for loss, and eight additional QB hits as a blitzer. Very good. In 13 games. I don't know how you, you make a case that 
Darius Leonard's not a Pro Bowl player this year. That blows my mind. With one less game, too. Um, I think there is somebody else that deserves some recognition here, and that's Leighton Van Der Esch. Yep, yep, for sure. He's been great. Uh, he's sixth in the league in tackles, 117 combined tackles. Uh, he has two interceptions, seven passes defense. He's really come on the last couple weeks in coverage in space. Uh, one of my concerns with Van Der Esch was he didn't make a lot of plays on the plus side of the line of scrimmage. Uh, he does only have two tackles for loss this season out of 117 tackles. So, but he's more inst- he looks more instinctive and he's playing yeah. forward more aggressively. He's just not getting there in the backfield necessarily to register those plays. Uh, and, and Van Der Esch he, only started nine games. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He st- the first three games he his snap total week one 16, then 28, and then 33. Then he started against Detroit 50. Sna- you know, I know it was only 50 snaps that game. Yeah, but yeah, he didn't really come a starter until week four. Joe, how many rookies have uh, 100 plus tackles this year? Uh, I don't know four. Yeah. Would be my Put guess. you under the gun. We right now we got Darius Leonard, Leighton Van Der Esch. We also have Roquan Smith at 108. Okay. We have Fred Warner at 105. Okay. So we have four right now. We have Tremaine Emmons has 98. He'll have that. Jesse, ba- Jesse Bates has 98. Wow. Derwin James has 93. And that's about it as far as guys that are in striking distance at this point to probably get 100. So we got some exciting young backers in the league. I mean, we talked about yes. Leonard. We talked about Van Der Esk. Roquan Smith looks good. Fred Warner looks good. Tremaine Edmonds looks good. His peaks. I know he's had some, some especially early on, where he just wasn't trusting his eyes. But his peaks, right. I mean, Tremaine Edmonds' peaks at 20 freaking years old have been really exciting. Rashad Evans is playing a lot better as the season progresses. I thought he sucked early on. He's been really turning it on. And I think, I mean, that's like six guys right there that look like they're going to be studs. What were you doing at 20 years old uh, besides not playing in the NFL and registering 100 total tackles? Uh, changing my major for the third time <laughs> <laughs> for for a degree that I didn't get that wouldn't have helped uh, me with what I do professionally right now. So yeah, right. there you go. Yeah, Not too many majors for uh, football scouts. So you know, they really should. That's, a, that's a real shame. Uh, you know who hasn't been good, Kyle? Uh, and this is going to be unpopular. Shaquem Griffin. He was the darling of the draft. And yeah. I think it's a great story. He's on an NFL roster with one hand. He started week one, and he was bad. And you know what he's done since week one, Kyle? He's played four snaps on defense. Four. Yeah. He's healthy. So. Well, I, I, it's, it is it is the sobering reality with the limitation there, right? And you don't even want to call it a limitation, but his personal situation, right? Sure. If, sure. You're, if you're running at him head on and you cut a direction – you know you are going to vastly increase your opportunity to create a missed tackle. Yep. And that's something that has to be accounted for. And, you know, I'm sure he can continue to get better and mentally as he continues to you know, acclimate to the speed of the game, he, he, I'm sure he'll get more defensive snaps. I loved him as a special teams guy. Guy's going to fly down there. Yep. And uh, you, you get him not as a gunner, but you get him as a guy that's going to be one of the quote-unquote backers on your kick coverage teams. I love him in that role, but that's that's the sobering reality of of Griffin and, and where he's at as a player right now. One more shout out before we move on, Sean Dion Hamilton, Kyle. He has started the last two games for the Redskins and he's oh, played pretty shouts. well. I like and I am it. I am happy because I think he's really good. The injury sucked like back to back years, but like when you watch the stage, right? Like, this is a this is a good player. 
And so he's healthy. He started the last two weeks, and I hope that continues because he's a good good football player. Defensive backs. Are we doing? Let's keep this. Let's right. keep this condensed. Yeah, uh, yeah the safety is thirty just, here on the pod. I'm, so, well, okay. So, we, uh, Derwin James, obviously, Pro Bowler, right? Yes. And then there's like a lot of good players. Jesse Bates. Well, De- Denzel Ward also made it. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, Denzel Ward. Yep, that's right. So we're yep. doing corners. So we have two rookie defensive backs. Yeah, Jesse Bates has been awesome. Justin Reed's been awesome. Jair Alexander's been awesome. Dante Jackson's got a lot of ball production. He does. He does. He's had some four, lows. Four, four picks and nine nine uh, passes defensed. Derwin's I mean, got such a crazy stat uh, line, dude. Blue chipper, man. Three picks, 12 passes, defense, three and a half sacks, 93 tackles, four tackles for loss. And just, you you watched him in the game against Kansas City, right? And I saw some people kind of diminish the open field tackle that he made on Kelsey. But as a rookie, against the best tight end in the league, you're playing man-to-man coverage on third and short, and you play the route perfectly, and you contest the throw, and you make the tackle while contesting the throw. There's a lot going on there for a guy that, quote-unquote, was too versatile and didn't have a true position. I hate those narratives, man. Minka's been good, too. Yeah, Minka's been in an undesirable situation because that team has bounced him all over the place. He's playing nickel corner. And then he's playing free safety in replace of Rashad Jones when Rashad Jones is hurt. Then he comes back to nickel corner again. And then they start playing him outside corner. And he's like legit started like six games at boundary corner right now. (laughs) And he's been all over the place. But he had a pick six on a really nice play in the last game against the Vikings. Uh, Good ball production. Very, very happy with him as a rookie. I know, you know, he might not metrics wise score very well, but. He's been pretty undesirable situation to bounce around a whole lot, and he's he's taken it like a champ. Jesse Bates, three interceptions, uh, passer rating against his coverage this season fifty seven point seven. He's tackling well. Redshirt sophomore on Wake, man. He's he's good. He's a good football player. Um, Minka sixty one. His passer rating against his coverage sixty one. Can we talk Good. about Justin? What What is Justin Reed's? Because Justin Reed's been another guy that's been like tremendous this year. <sighs> it's not good, Kyle. It's 107.5. Really? Yeah, you, I didn't expect that either. I did not wow. expect that. He's not. Well, here's the thing. He's only been he's against his coverage this year. 17 receptions, 26 targets. So that's that's okay, not a so, lot of targets. Yeah, he's not getting a lot of looks, but when they three hit him, he's out of yeah. position. Three yeah. touchdowns. Uh, that's all right. He's got three picks, too. You can trade one of those every day. He's tackled. He's been an unbelievable tackler. Uh, he's Yeah, I mean, he's he's been really, really good. But, I mean, limiting some more some of the big plays. Those 17 completions went for 327 yards. So yeah, there, it, big yeah, plays. Yeah, he's just got big – and but – that's fine. He's a guy that played a ton of different positions at Stanford and he in you know solidifying into one spot and and I mean his peaks have been really really outstanding. I, I Justin Reed was a total steal. I had a first round grade for him. He's playing like a first rounder. Yeah, no doubt. And they got him in the third. Yep. That's why you do the draft, folks. And that's why you follow the Draft Dudes podcast because you're talking to two Justin Reed fans just as you're talking to two Jesse Bates fans. Yeah, you'd have known. 
I'm trying to think of somebody to throw myself under the bus with here, but we're running out of time, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to the Draft Dudes Podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe, please, for Christmas. We want five-star reviews on the podcast. Tell us what your favorite segment is. Tell us what your favorite show is. Tell us who your favorite host is, unless it's Joe. Yeah. And then just let that one go. I'm Kyle Krabs at Grinding Tape on Twitter, signing off with Joe Marino at the Joe Marino. Thanks, as always, and we will talk with you guys tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.